Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church. It is always my greatest joy to dive deep into God's Word with you, and I pray these daily podcasts are a blessing to you as well. If you would like more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church and how you can come alongside of us, please go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net, and you can find all the information you need to know there. As we dive into the Word today, for the last few days, we have been uh, taking a journey into the book of Acts. And so today we're going to come back to this book of the Bible, and we're going to be looking at Acts chapter 1, verse 9 through verse 11. Acts chapter 1, verse 9 through verse 11. So after he said this, okay, after he said what? Well, after the Lord Jesus tells them that they're going to be filled with power and that they're going to go into the world, into Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the remotest parts of the earth, after Jesus said these things, he was taken up as they were watching, and a cloud took him out of their sight. Now, friends, this cloud that takes Jesus out of their sight is uh, resembled in the Old Testament in the cloud that leads the Israelites through the wilderness. Uh, it was known as the Shekinah glory of God. And so this, this glorious cloud takes the Lord Jesus out of their sight up into heaven. Many people want to know where heaven is at. Well, the Bible says he was taken up. If you want to know where heaven is up, heaven is up in the sky. And we wonder uh, exactly where that is, friends. Uh, we just know that the Lord Jesus was taken up into heaven. He was taken up into paradise. And the Bible says that uh, while he was going, the disciples were gazing into heaven. And suddenly two men in white clothes stood by them. And they said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up into heaven? This Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come in the same way that you've seen him going into heaven. Now, I'm going to take two days to break this passage down. Number one today, I want to talk about uh, the, the initial error of the disciples and how this error still permeates the church today. Notice what the disciples did. When they noticed Jesus going up into heaven, the Bible says that they stand there gazing into heaven. And it takes the prompting of angels to remind them that the Lord Jesus is coming back and they're not to just stand still while they wait. Now, friends, if you go over to the book of 1 Thessalonians and 2 Thessalonians, of course, Paul, in that uh, portion of Scripture, gives us many thoughts of eschatology, the study of end times. And one of the things that you'll find in the book of Thessalonians is kind of one of those passages that we quote many times in Scripture where Paul writes the words, uh, he says, if someone doesn't work, they don't eat. Now, that sounds like a, an odd passage to maybe bring up at this point in time, but understand what was going on in the church at Thessalonica. 
Once they were taught by Paul of eschatology, the study of end times, the, 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 the joyous uh, truths of the Lord Jesus Christ returning in glory, uh, the Bible tells us uh, what we know about the church in Thessalonica is that they quit everything. They quit their jobs, they quit everything that they knew, and they literally went up to a mountain. They put on white robes and they stood there awaiting the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so Paul, in the book of Thessalonians, he is teaching them that it's not for you to stand and wait. You've got to work. You've got to do. This is why he says, if a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. You, you can't just stand waiting every day for the Lord to return. Yes, we have an expectation of his return, but we are not to stand still. And this was the error of the disciples in that moment. They watched Jesus go up into heaven, and what happens? They stand still, gazing into heaven, waiting on him to come back. Let's be honest. He had told them, if I go and prepare a place, I will come again and receive you to myself. They didn't know when he was going to return, so they're standing there gazing. And friends, I fear today that this has become truly one of the plights of the modern day church. We know the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back. We, we look forward with expectation to that return. We know that that return is imminent that it could happen at any moment. And yet, for us, many times, instead of us getting busy and doing the work of Christ, what do we do? We stand gazing up into heaven, waiting his return, waiting for his return, but we forget that there is a job to do. What had Jesus just instructed them? You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the remotest parts of the earth. You were not saved to sit. You were saved to serve. And oftentimes, friends, the, uh, the, the church house becomes the, the most comfortable place to, for believers to come to and to sit in. We just come and sit down in our pews and we think in our hearts that that is uh, the modus operandi for the believer, that we're just to to sit down and be comfortable. But friends, this is nothing of Scripture. This is nothing that the Bible knows. This is certainly not what Jesus commanded. We are to go and do the work. Remember what Paul writes in Ephesians chapter number 2. He tells us that we are not saved by our works. However, he does say that we are Christ's workmanship, created in him for good works. The book of Titus mentions uh, in, in light of the gospel that's shared in Titus, Paul writes and says, you know, these things, let them prompt you to good works. And so friends, let me remind you today that the Lord Jesus is going to return. And when he returns, we do not want to be found standing, looking up and just waiting. We want him to find us in active service to him. We want him to find us preaching, teaching the good news of the gospel. We want him to find us reaching out to those who are destitute and afflicted and caught up in sin. We want him to find us on some foreign mission field 
serving him. We want him to find us leading others to a relationship with him. We want him to find us out rattling the highways, the hedges. We want him to find us in active service to him. So I'm asking you today, brother or sister, where would he find you should he return today? Will he find you as one like the church in Thessalonica, robed in white and just standing there gazing, just waiting, commonplace, comfortable? Or will he find you on the field, working, serving, actively doing all you can to ensure that lost souls come to a saving relationship in him. Friends, it is not for us just to stand gazing. We must be actively involved in the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray today, this is the testimony of your heart, that you are serving actively, not just in your local church, but on the streets, that you are serving actively on some mission field, that you are serving actively in your work site, in your schools, that you are being the hands and feet of Jesus everywhere you go. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to New Horizons. I look forward to continuing walking with you through the book of Acts. I'll see you next time. May God bless.